Welcome to the GMP Cast. I'm your host, Josiah Michael Pyatt. This podcast is centered around the question, what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actually participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? Well, today we continue our journey in this series entitled, When God Says No, Learning How to Suffer Well. Well, in the words of one of my mentors, we're going to be getting closer to landing the plane. So I believe we're going to have probably three more episodes. And so today is going to be probably the last time I talk about another practical tool or practice or rhythm that I have used and have found extremely helpful within my process of dealing with this no that has been ongoing in my life. This practice is actually one that is helpful for anyone, regardless of if you're in a no or not. And so this one's going to be a bit more of a broader uh, conversation, I guess you could say. But I, incredibly related to when God says no. So what is this practice? What is this rhythm? This rhythm is the art of remembering. Now, if you have been following along, you'll know that one of these episodes we talked about the promise of manna in the desert. And in this reality, what we were realizing and what we were learning about is how when we are in these seasons that are deserts, in that season, there is a specific promise that we get to hold on to for manin. And so this art of remembering is actually stepping away from those seasons of deserts and into the broader life that you and I are living within our know. And so this may or may not be helpful for you if you're currently in a desert, but this will be helpful for you if you're not in a desert and you're still working through the no that you've been given. I hope that makes sense. So what is this art of remembering? Well, obviously, if you haven't caught on yet, I only have 15 minutes to talk to you about these things. And so if we were in person and I was able to have a longer time with you, I'd be able to go into the depthness of how scriptures affirm this. And so instead of doing that, I'm hoping in this next moment, I can just pique your interest and you can Google these things and read these things for yourself in scripture. But here are some examples of remembering within scripture. So in the Old Testament, we see Israel often when Yahweh would have a miracle or a breakthrough happen in their life, what they would do is they would create a monument to remember that moment. Yahweh, within the giving of the law, created festivals and feasts and rituals for them as the people of God to experience and to do rhythmically as a way of remembering the promises of not only what God has said to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but also to remember how those promises were affirmed through the encounters that Israel had, whether it be through the Exodus story or all sorts of stuff. There's also a call in the Old Testament to meditate on the Word of God day and night. This was a way of remembering and being reminded of the truth of who Yahweh is and who He has been in the past and where he, who He would be in the future within the understanding of the prophecies and all that stuff that I definitely, it would be a huge rabbit trail to go into that. 
in the New Testament, if you've actually been following along in this podcast, when we, we did this uh, series on Colossians, and in that series, one of the episodes was called Dwelling In, and in that we learned Paul's call to the church in Colossae to dwell in the Word of God. This was a renewed calling for the new people of God, for you and I as sons and daughters, to know the Word of God, to know the ancient text. And so there's this act of remembering even in that that comes in remembering is refinement and all those things that scripture does. But there's this fundamental understanding of this act of remembering. In, in Jesus's, in the Gospels, we see in the Last Supper, there's so much to say about the Eucharist and the, and the bread and the wine and the beautifulness. But, but one of the things that you'll notice when Jesus talks about the Last Supper is he'll say, do this in what? In remembrance of me. You see, there is something so important about remembering the ways that God has revealed himself to us. In Revelation, it says that the this, these people, these martyrs, these Christians were overcomers through the evil one. They overcame the evil one through what? Through the, through the blood of the lamb and the power of their testimony. Testimonies are remembering God's faithfulness. It's declaring his faithfulness, but it's also reflecting on his faithfulness. And so as we deal with this no, as we live in this not yet stage of life, there is going to be a need that you and I have in practicing the rhythms of life that is following Jesus to remember to remember the ways that God has already shown up, to remember the ways of how God revealed himself to us. If you're listening to this and you are a follower of Jesus, I am sure you have stories in your life about how God has provided for you, about how he's shown you his love, where he's given you his peace in different moments of time. It is these things that we need to write, to remember. And there's something about those reflections of those intimate, intentional revelations of Jesus and of his love and of his character that can help sustain us through the suffering that we are going through. It is another way of so many that we've talked about in this series to declare to our bodies to realign ourselves with the truth that this not yet does not have to be the loudest voice in our life it is another way of realigning our souls to the truth that this no this not yet does not have to be the loudest voice in our life. So practically, what does this look like? So for me and for many others, what this can look like is through different symbols and through journals and all sorts of things. Honestly, I love technology. There's things I don't like about it, but one of the things that I love about it is voice memos. Um, what I will do, I'm not even kidding you. It's like, it's getting a problem because I have so much, uh, Oh, sorry. That sounds like a flex. I don't mean it like that. Um, 
All I'm trying to say is that I use a voice memo, memo after I have encounters to remember not only what God has said to me, but by me hearing my words, maybe this sounds like super narcissistic or random or weird to you, but there's something for me about when I hear the tone of my voice, it brings me back to that moment of freedom, that moment of peace, that moment of love, the power of that revelation, whatever it may be. Maybe you feel, maybe you uh, journal and that is a way for you to connect yourself to what it felt like or to what it was or to remind you to dwell on what he said maybe you have a symbol like uh i know for many people uh if they were in a specific place let's say you were at like a camp or you were in nature or whatever there might be a rock or a stick or something something tangible that you can hold on to that basically symbolizes and and allows you to reflect and remember the way that god revealed himself to you Now let's be clear, do not get weird with this in the sense of there is no uh, power or miss, there's not like a, how do I say that? Yeah, maybe the power is the right way of saying it. There's no power or energy behind the thing that we symbolize. So if I have a rock from the past, there's no power in that rock. It's just a way for me to have a practical reminder that's tangible, that I can touch, that can hopefully help me remember the truth that I need. And so this is something that can help you and I as we deal with the suffering and the pain and the way that our no impacts us on a daily basis and so it's something that can be very helpful now for me if I'm honest this act of remembrance is probably something I should do more but I do find myself doing this uh, in seasons where I'm feeling uh, depressed or sad or apathetic or I'm just feeling low aka the winter I tend to use this act of remembrance in in Ontario winters because I find them for me uh if you know the term sad I'm I'm not diagnosed but I'm sure I could be like it definitely affects me in the winter maybe you can relate uh and so I find that this act of remembering is something that has been so helpful for me and it's not just been helpful for me it's been something that has been used for generations and generations and generations and generations right we talked about Israel we've talked about uh the people the new people of God in the in the New Testament and of course you can see this throughout all church history this is a regular practice of many followers of Jesus and that's why I'm saying what's kind of nice about this episode is if you are someone who's listening to this series and you've been following along and you know and I don't mean this in an offensive way but you're an onlooker meaning that you don't have this kind of know that we've been talking about um this kind of practice and i'm sure many of the other practices i hope would be helpful for you in your own journey and in your own process but it also is very helpful within uh people who are dealing with this know uh that they've been given you know i think this is actually just the first time i've done an episode with this series where it's not 15 minute mark and so i'm gonna take this moment to cherish with you and and how about how about we pray how about we we center ourselves on jesus so father i thank you lord i thank you for your intentionality i thank you for your faithfulness for your goodness for your love oh jesus i thank you that our not yet doesn't have to define who we are 
or dictate where we're going. And yet at the same time, you fully give us permission and invite us to mourn and to lament and to really feel the weightiness of this evil, of this pain, of this suffering. You do not minimize it and you do not normalize it. You say it's hard, you say it's difficult, but you also say it will not have the last say. Jesus, I thank you that you have created us all so uniquely that you have actually not just left us on our own to be traveling through this life of ours that you've gifted us with as if we have to stumble. No, you have given us your Holy Spirit to be the guide, to be the comforter, to be the helper, to give us strength through the pain and the suffering that we are going through, to give us guidance in the things that we are to say yes to and the things that we are to say no to. And Lord, we even within that, through the New Testament and through the Old Testament, you've given us rhythms of life. You've given us insight into how you have designed us to be as humans. You've allowed us to learn and to show us these disciplines, these spiritual disciplines of creating space, of silence and solitude, of all these different things, meditating on the word, reflecting on your truth, living in the promise, all these beautiful things. And today, as we've reflected, you've given us this rhythm of remembering. Oh Lord, I thank you that you are good, that you are faithful. Oh Lord, I know that for so many of us that find ourselves in this crevice, that find ourselves in this valley, it can be so difficult and also so easy to become so self-focused in our pain. Lord, it's like when you have you stub your toe and all you can feel is your toe in that moment. You can't feel your elbow. You don't realize, you're not conscious that your heart's still beating. Your lungs are still breathing in and out. But everything just becomes so focused on this one thing. Jesus, for those of us who have been so focused on this one thing, I ask that in this moment, you would transform our vision, you would bring healing, that we would lift our eyes from the pain and the suffering, from our circumstances, from our situations, from what has been spoken over us in the past or what we have spoken over ourselves. Would we just be completely washed in your love, in your truth, in the hope and the peace and the security and the belonging that we get to have in you? Oh Lord, give us a fresh revelation of that today in these moments and in these days that are to come. Thank you that you have not left us. You have not left us to our own devices. Oh no, the message of the scriptures is that you have entered into the mess, that you are restoring all things. All things are being restored in Christ Jesus, even this not yet. So Lord, we trust you, we surrender, and we thank you for the comfort that you promised to give us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh Jesus, we thank you. Amen. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope this has been encouraging to you and that this will be a practice if you haven't already been doing that maybe you uh, look at doing. So can I encourage you to go back and think about your life and the ways that God has shown up and to really reflect and remember all the goodness that he has. Have a good one.
Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope something in this has encouraged you and that you're able to remember and reflect throughout your day on the things that God has spoken to you in the past and the way that he has shown up in your life. I hope you're feeling encouraged. Have a good one.